Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam, I'm Quick. And I'm Lee, and you're listening to Divas, Divas and Duckets. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep, but to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for ducats, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Duckets is for entertainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 <laughs> or 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, Divas, let's talk Duckets. Hello, D&D fam. Hi, D&D fam. How are you? We are excited. Yes, we are. The holidays it's December. are upon it's us. December. It's yes. December. Last month of the year. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Oof. So, on today's docket, we are discussing tis the season not to go in debt. For sure, for sure. We know at the beginning we say these are just the opinions, but this is a fact, y'all. Don't go in debt this season. It makes no sense. It does not, but we do it every single year, and they count on it, and they market to it. But you have the power not to do it. Exactly. And so because it's so important, we are not doing a boss bay today. We're Mm -hmm. just going to get straight into it. So Quick has a few stats for us because, again, it's actual and factual. It is actual and factual, you know. Numbers do not lie, right? So Mm -hmm. it is projected that the holiday spend per family will average $1,050. Now, may sound like a lot, may not sound like a lot, but 70% of the average Americans only have $3,500 in their savings. Okay. So when you think about it, that's almost 50% of their savings that they're going to spend in one month Mm -hmm. for gifts. Right. For Christmas, for the holidays, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna do what? Go back the next year and try to struggle to build that savings account. I feel back bad up. about it. Too. Of oh, course, you're definitely this, gonna, going gonna into feel this bad about it, broke right? or scrambling to make that dollar back. Right. It's oh, seventy percent have the thirty five hundred, but then there's thirty percent of Americans that don't have a savings account at all. Mm-hmm. And this still includes that. So you don't have a savings account at all, but you're still able to find. Hmm, $1,000 to spend yeah. on gifts, right? And it's funny so. because a lot of financial experts say to start with 1000 mm-hmm. for your like emergency Emer- fund. Right, just right. because most things you can kind of resolve within yeah. $1,000. Yeah. So, so, yeah, um, I, I would really challenge the listeners to think about if that is a realistic number mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, like to me. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I like I like a little challenge. I like to do little things like why can that number not maybe be cut in half? You know, maybe we can because it's really hard when you start anything. If you go in from cold turkey. Right. To just say, oh, I'm just not going to do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You're going to buy something for someone. Right. So, you know, maybe that thousand, especially if you don't have savings like that or this year has been impactful mm-hmm. as it has for many people to has. say, yeah. like, all right, let's start with 500. So. That would be challenge number one, right? <laughs> from the D to, reduce to it, you, right? Yeah, so just try to reduce that mm-hmm. spending. But then you also have to just get into some of the psychological things of why people spend. Because, like I said, with the holidays, mm-hmm. I mean, everything is about your senses. 
even mm-hmm. the way we talked about this earlier on a different episode, even the way the grocery stores are, yeah. you know, laid out, like mm-hmm. your healthy things on the outside. Yeah. The unhealthy things are usually in the outs in the middle, but mm-hmm. always at the front. When you get to that cash register, your chocolates, yep. your chips, mm-hmm. your, you know, things that you did not go into that store for. Weren't even thinking about. Are right there at the register. Mm-hmm. It is no different in the holidays when you go into these stores. It's the little lip glosses. It's yep. the, oh, oh, that'll be a little cute, you know, stocking stuffer. Mm-hmm. Things you, but those stocking stuffers start to add up, you they know. Do. So, you just have to be mindful of the way things are set up. Like I said, there are psychological um, triggers to mm-hmm. just the way they do everything, scents and smells. Yeah, you know they have triggers. Of course, the Christmas spending, the holidays, the sounds that you hear, the music that you hear. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a little um, on the last episode, how it can affect your mood during the season, you know, if you're going yeah. through depression. But it also, that's those same, you know, tunes can help you spend more. You know, right. it makes you feel jolly. It makes you not think about budgeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of gets you in a super chipper mood. So, you know, that's affecting your, your hearing. But then there's the smells, you know, mm-hmm. peppermint. It kind of induces excitability mm. when you go out. The fur that mm-hmm. you smell from like fresh cut Christmas trees. Oh yeah, it makes you want to, you know, spend money. Get because, a tree. Woo, <laughs> trees are expensive. They are. They really are fake or real. The, the Christmas trees are super expensive, man. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who get those at least six feet every year. Yeah. Well, I mean, why would you have a Christmas tree under six feet? I mean, I guess my thought is if you're going to spend it, because one thing is it's always an off season, right? So I remember, I think last year, my mom got one of the fake ones that Mm -hmm. are really full for under $200 at Lowe's right after Christmas. So that way, okay, yeah, you spent $200. Right. So you spent $200, but you spent it one time. Mm -hmm. And now this coming year, she has it and she doesn't have to keep buying a tree. because. We're grown. Like, we right. don't really need And I do, because we never grew up with real Christmas trees. So I don't have the experience of going out to a Christmas tree farm and mm-hmm. cutting. And I can understand that being nostalgic and having a Christmas traditions, but we basically didn't do it because of asthma. Yeah. Like, we would have just, everything would have been flared up between okay. me and my Practical. brother. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I do understand, you know, people that want to go in and get that new Christmas tree every year. But like you said, um, you know, with, the fake Christmas trees, the freely mm-hmm. Christmas trees, mm-hmm. you can get those out of season. Yeah. And that's the same thing with wrapping paper people. Mm-hmm. You know, during season, it's about, you can get wrapping paper for $7 on up. Mm. After season, it's like 60 75 cents. Right. Like, so just go, you know, if you stock up. Right. I'm not telling you to be a hoarder. Please but don't. I am telling you to stock up on wrapping paper after mm-hmm. season yeah. when they're trying to get rid of everything to go into January mm-hmm. 1st. And you can get it, you know, 50 to 75% off. Yeah. And really take a stock and assessment of, okay, is this particular role? Because there are some roles that are kind of puny. Yeah. But even the full roles, like when you look at the price, you have to remember people don't keep that paper. It's paper. So really be mindful of that because I understand it looks pretty. But if you're decent at wrapping gifts, it's going to be pretty regardless of what the actual pattern is on the paper. So just things like that that can save money because, again, especially kids, Mm -hmm. they're ripping that off. They don't care nothing about that paper. Now, I will say for kids, you probably want to get something a little bit more, you know, the cartoons or whatever. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. in, you know, to... Kind of, and then also I have a friend of mine that does it uh, to distinguish because she has a large family. So mm-hmm. each family gets their own wrapping papers okay. instead of using like name tags or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to your point, a, a very 
practical way of saving money on wrapper paper is to use construction paper. Yeah. Brown construction paper, take mm-hmm. a pretty bow, and the yep. bows, you know, you can wrap four or five pa- uh, packages depending on how big and pretty your bow is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if like you said, if you can do a really pretty bow, mm-hmm. having brown construction paper, you can get that by huge roles. And it's classic. To it me, is. it's just a classic little it. look. It's like, yeah, oh. I love it. But mm-hmm. again, you do you do need to have to wrap a bow around it because you just, you know, package it in a UPS wrapping paper with no bow. It's not. <laughs> it's a little bit different. I understand yeah. that. I can understand yeah, yeah, that. Sure. But yeah, so definitely, it there there are some tactics, mm-hmm. as you said, that these marketers, yes. vendors use to essentially hoodwink you mm-hmm. Um, into spending money that you may not have planned to spend. To spend. Yeah, so, sure. like you said, like even touch or the little mm-hmm. displays. Mm-hmm. I know this is like uh, an extreme example, but we were in like at home and my niece, who's three, they had those big blow up inflatable snowmen oh, yeah. and we just had to keep going by them so she could touch it. So, you know, That's again, you're so probably true. not trying to buy an inflatable snowman necessarily, right. but those things at the front that are all soft and fluffy and, you know, even the smells, I know I was going to, because they had a sale. I was going by Bath and Body Works, mm-hmm. and the first things they have are those smells that make you think of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Those like ciders, nutmegs yeah. and ciders, and so mm-hmm. you know it is very um, strategic. Yeah. And I would say that if I smell some um, cider, I, I usually will buy it. See, mm-hmm. they got you. So they did. They Hood-winked. got me. Bamboo. Um, and then the color red, which is of course prevalent in. Um, Christmas it also mm-hmm. it's, it's a stimulating color mm-hmm. um, and energized they even say that waitresses that wear red get 26% more in tips okay. than if you wear a different color so you know it's just really interesting some of the things that we don't think about that mm-hmm. marketers have studied right and they know oh we we know this little we don't trick, get this coin. you know so right. there's just things with your sight mm-hmm. your um sound your taste yeah that can just make you spend money and you don't even realize why you're doing it mm-hmm. obviously one of the other things is convenience yeah. i mean that's why amazon is who amazon is right true um because some people and namely me I do not like crowds. I do mm-hmm. not like crowds. So yeah. the idea of going into a mall at any time of the year mm-hmm. is like, I'll pass. Yeah. But then Amazon came along and was like, we heard you, Melinda. <laughs> and <laughs> it'll probably be cheaper for me to go into a mall at this point. I mean, especially with that two-day promise. You get a yes. prime, like, oh, I could get this in two days or less. Qualifying at $35 same day. Right. Okay, it's just, it's too much. Like, oh, free shipping, don't threaten right. me with a good time. But y'all don't do it. Mm-mm. Don't 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 go excessively over in the holidays. It's so easy to hit those again convenience. It's so yep. easy to hit those buttons and mm-hmm. not think about it. I will say that um, instead of using credit cards, mm-hmm. that is one of the very easy ways that you can rack up stuff and not see it because it's not actually coming out of your bank account. You don't yep. feel it, and it's out of sight, out of mind. So until you get that bill, until you get the bill, and then some people, because you know, I just have to make a minimum payment. So it's still easy to ignore. So I say for the holidays, unattach it from yes. your credit cards and attach mm-hmm. it to your debit card so you actually feel so it hit a little different. The money mm-hmm. coming out right. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll it'll slow some of that process down. Yeah, and I think there's something psychological, like psychologically satisfying mm-hmm. to hit that add to cart. It is. And I think we really have to dial back and, like you <laughs> said, maybe attach it to that debit so right. you start to see, like, okay, this mm-hmm. is a problem yeah. because 
it it's like that feel good like yeah. we like we and even seeing that number increase in your car right two, like oh i have three. all the things <laughs> so you know just really yeah. dialing it back and thinking about you know like we said in a previous episode a deal is only a deal if you need it mm-hmm. like if you right now especially with you know people going through hard times and things like that if it's not a necessity right um, it's not adding some kind of value, mm-hmm. you know, really think about it. And I know one trick for me, because, you know, you have spenders and savers, mm-hmm. like we talked about, mm-hmm. but one trick for me is when I'm thinking about getting something, wait two days. Like, just let it sit there for two days. Mm. If it's still on your mind, then it's like, okay, and, and you have the funds, obviously, then go ahead. But like if it's like out of sight, out of mind, as you said, then mm-hmm. it's like, did you really need that? Right. You know what I mean? Or right. is it was was it just the impulse buy? So yeah. like when you scroll through Instagram or something to see something yeah. random. Yeah. So. And I mean, speaking of impulse buy, you know, they said never go shopping hungry. True. Right. And then mm-hmm. this season, that's going to be really easy to do to just yes. get up and feel like you got to shop, 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 shop mm-hmm. till you drop. Right. Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, feed yourself before you go out. That'll yeah. prevent you from just, like you said, impulse buying right. so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, there's the Christmas stores and they have um, like the Christmas ciders and the Christmas yep. wines and mm-hmm. they have those seasonal things that you can go and, you know, you blow money on things that you would... Mm-hmm. Did you really need that Christmas muscadine wine? Was it a need? Probably not. But Probably you went in there, not. the scents, the sounds, the smells, mm-hmm. and you loaded up. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, those are the things you just have to really, really be mindful of that are in your control when it yeah. comes to, you know, spending. And now that we have the tips, let's go into some mm-hmm. of the why. Like, yeah. why do people go into this holiday debt? Like, what is behind that? <sighs> so... I think uh, a lot of it, mm-hmm. again, I just, you know, psychological. And people, I think, sometimes feel they want to buy okay. for what they couldn't afford when they were little, right? Okay. I didn't get Christmas when I was little, so I'm going to make sure that I'm Santa Claus now that I'm, you know, older. Okay. Or missing out on those, you know, like I said, those gifts are. I've just heard it so much. Like, I just wish I had that mm-hmm. bike, and now you got two or three in the garage, or mm-hmm. now you want to gift them to, you know, other kids because you think you're replacing something that you like haven't really addressed. Yes, you okay. haven't really addressed in your own childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing is, I don't know, it's just the... It's the tis the season to be giving, okay. you know, and people don't tend to make lists and stick to lists. So mm. you just want to buy for everybody, even in my family. Like we have a fairly large family. It's seven um, brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. aunties and uncles, and um, a ton of cousins. Mm-hmm. So we used to do a... Um, Draw names. Like a secret Santa. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to spend for like 20 or 30 people. Right. Every year without fail, we spend for everybody. Okay. So, (laughs) like, they're like, I know I drove his name, but. Why? You're not adhering to the rules. We don't. And as a rule follower with the game. We don't. We don't. I'm that person to be like, these are the rules. Let's go over them. Right. We're not going to get into it. Now. So you done. Then. When I did stick to the rules, because, again, rule follower as well, when mm-hmm. I did stick to the rules, it's like, oh, so y'all about, okay. So, I'm so a, you feel bad. Right. So next, but see, I'm no, a, I'm because Secret Santa, the rule is <laughs> I was supposed to buy for this, but I bought Aunt Sheila the gift. The guilt. That is a reason. 
I just, I can't be the only one not having bought for everyone. So guilt is a reason that will lead to being impoverished. Mm. I'm just, I mean, it is. I'm just, I'm just we're talking saying about it the aloud. I'm not, I'm, it's not a judge. It's more of a mirror. Like, okay, that is one of the is things. It, okay, that is that's what happened. Okay, so back to the overcompensation. Yeah. Is it something like okay? Seeing all these gifts mm-hmm. or not seeing a bunch of gifts under this fabulous tree, like what, you feel poor again? I think to some people, yeah, it does indicate that they're poor. Like the reason I couldn't fill up this tree is because I don't I don't have money. Okay, like, so again, like that. a step back, and I really don't mean this shadily, <laughs> but I was like, in my head, it, it's kind of, but are you poor? I mean, like if you're taking stock of, look at your checking and your savings, like Kevin Hart says, you got a checking account and a savings. Mm-hmm. Are you poor this year? Because it's not even like, well, poor to different people means different things. Um, Because some people, usually the people that are very disciplined, will say, "When I get below Mm -hmm. X amount, I'm broke." Mm -hmm. They might in that where other people are like (laughs) broke is zero. Right, right. right. So I understand that poor is subjective, Mm -hmm. but I'm just like when you think about what you have going on um, in terms of your obligations, and then also some of your goals. Right. Are you this year a little cash poor mm-hmm. to the point where maybe you don't need a bunch of gifts under the tree? I mean, that's just a question. That's an yeah. introspective thing. I don't know yeah. the answer. I'm just like, I mean, but, you know. <clears throat> but again, I think unless people delve into to the deeper reasons of why that makes them feel poor not mm-hmm. to see that under the tree... Um, they're going to continue to do it because it happens every single but the, year. And I guess to me, why is being, because again, I'm not thinking of poor as necessarily, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it, you know, the subjectively. Things. So you might yeah. still have financially, mm-hmm. but for your goals might, you know, like maybe right. you're trying to buy a home right. or start a business. Right. And so it's like, this isn't the year right. to be spending money, not mm-hmm. that you don't have. Yeah. So it's like, okay, then maybe you are quote cash poor. Right. That's not necessarily a bad mm-hmm. thing. Like mm-hmm. it's not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think we have to stop associating the gift with not having. Right, with worth. That too. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And I, I guess to me, because I really, you know, call me a Scrooge, because again, I wouldn't feel any kind of way about doing what I was supposed to do for Secret Santa. Like, mm-hmm. I spent my $50. So my <laughs> my suggestion would be like, yeah. okay, if this quantity yeah. of gifts makes you feel the things, then maybe is it not possible to take some empty boxes, you know, all those Amazon orders, keep the empty boxes and wrap, wrap them, them and put them under the tree. You can even use the different wrappings from the sale that you caught mm-hmm. in the off season that we talked about. And have your different little patterns. And, you know, if you want to every year, switch it up. You can make it a decorative thing. So you have all the gifts and you have the feeling, but you also have your money. You have your money. And I think that works because when you go out to see all these beautiful Christmas trees they're in the hospitals and you know the malls mm-hmm. and they have you still get the same feeling you, you know them boxes, in the boxes. for y'all yeah, you know there's nothing in the box but just seeing them so yeah I think that's a, a wonderful suggestion you know, what I'm saying? you know especially when you have one and two year olds that's really all they want anyway First, they're gonna play with that toy listen, for 30 seconds without fail every cousin niece <laughs> nephew I have seen when they are under four right they play with the box with so the you box. spend all that money on who knows somebody's folding fun house <laughs> and they ain't even playing with the house right. now another trick I learned for the parents out there 
if they didn't play with that gift because you again you overspent you bought all of this stuff Mm -hmm. they the whole living room looks like a jungle gym the gifts they didn't pay attention to take those to the side rewrap them for the birthday Oh, okay. Bam. At least we're giving the fact that I was like, she might have taken these I mean, gifts for the baby. I mean, you could. Really, they didn't notice it. You could, but I I'm like not going to be. I'm just saying, rewrap like them. They didn't even know they got them. I like it. And that way, it's a twofer. Yeah. Not like a and I, two for one. Yeah. I just think sometimes people, and this is judgmental, sometimes people just go <laughs> overboard for kids. Like, yeah. when it's just, mm-hmm. they can only play with so many toys. True. And you're really, really like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, like you said, though, it goes back to that childhood thing. The, mm-hmm. the I want to give them everything I didn't right. have. Right. But the thing is, some of it is listening to kids because a lot of times they're very simple. They pretty much want mm-hmm. that one thing mm-hmm. or whatever. And it, and, I, and I don't mean this harshly, but it's not about you. Mm-hmm. So it's about, you know, just doing what is best for that child. Does the child have the things that they need Mm -hmm. and hopefully some of the things that they want? If the answer is yes, I think you're doing pretty good. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I I totally agree. And I also think that with when we're talking about um, the sounds and stuff, when you Mm -hmm. are children are watching TV and Mm -hmm. every commercial that comes on, it's going to be what they want. So Mm -hmm. as a parent, you Mm -hmm. have to be like, okay, yeah. You can't write down everything they don't tell. They're going to tell you something again when the next commercial comes on in 15 minutes. Like, you can't fill up the the basement and the first floor with gifts. You know what you can implore? That two-day rule again. Did that child bring that that thing up two days later? Because, again, especially when they get older, there's Mm -hmm. that one or two things that they keep nagging about that they really, really want. Everything else is just a distraction, like you said. So do implore the two-day rule for that, too. Like, okay, did did she mention this folding funhouse twice? And and it does, I think it also kind of sometimes you have, you know, that's a whole other subject, but it can build, like, entitlement into a child Mm -hmm. when they're constantly getting gifts. They don't have to earn them. They don't have to do Mm -hmm. anything. And they just know at Christmas, no matter how bad they acted up, Mm -hmm. they're going to have... Christmas galore, right. you know. Mama um, waited in line at five a.m. for yeah. some Jordans, and you got C's. Mm-hmm. So she got you a stellar gift for mediocre grades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. I said it. It's fine. It's fine. Not happening. I can't. I can't either. But yeah. I don't have the kids, so I look. I y'all Built do what a little do. different, so we'll move on because we don't want to be <laughs> offending nobody. So, hey, um, I mean something to think about. Hit dog a holler. Um. So also. I think that, you know, people have a competitive nature a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. they want to, and when this social media world, yeah, they know, oh, I want to make sure that my child is posting the best gift or mm-hmm. I'm posting the best gift mm-hmm. or, you know, look at what I got on yeah. Christmas. And it really has nothing to do with something you necessarily want. You just want to outdo somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or have your child outdo somebody else. And it's, that's really a bad reason to go into debt. Yeah, and I think it's really important. I know it was one of our earlier episodes, but that's the thing. Social media is, it's just like reality TV. Mm -hmm. It's not real. It is, generally, social media is your very best. Right. So you can't get caught up comparing your day-to-day 
which, you know, day to day can feel more mundane mm-hmm. and normal mm-hmm. to someone else's best mm-hmm. because they're not going to show you their usually right. they're not going to show you their mundane yeah. or their, you know, like I said, that example, crying in the closet, mm-hmm. their bad days. You're not yeah. going to see you, that. You're comparing yourself to their highlight reel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's so important to think about that. And it's and it's like. It, okay, so even if, you know, because some people are just by nature competitive mm-hmm. or they want to get that little edge, that, that good feeling that you get. So it's like, okay, why not turn it into a fun, economically friendly game and say, okay, let's see who can get the most creative gift yeah. or crafty or yeah. sentimental. You can even have themes year to year like to that. kind of, okay, you're still giving the gift. You're mm-hmm. still getting that I won feeling mm-hmm. if you want to do mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but you're not breaking the bank yeah. for that, that like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I like that. Yeah. I'm the sugar honey iced tea, you know? Right. Right. So I, I, yeah, I, yeah, like I, I think, and I think there's some people who, for whatever reason, equate expense with worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're the people who compare, Absolutely. like, what you bought to what they bought mm-hmm. and does the the value mm-hmm. of it match up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important. And, I, and, you know, people have different love languages. So let me not, you know, I can't speak. Because mine just gives. So I'm, li- I'm, I'm looking real strong. Finishing. But I now, and I've given you gifts, and I would venture to say though, the gifts. Thank you. I would venture to say though that the gifts that you have enjoyed most were thoughtful. They Mm -hmm. weren't expensive. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. even as a person who enjoys getting gifts and getting little things, it's Mm -hmm. not like you've had to spend five hundred dollars to make you happy. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, that's why I say it's not so much the expense; Mm -hmm. it's the value, it's the Mm -hmm. thought that went into Mm -hmm. it. And so I think sometimes people get caught up in, oh well. This person spent two hundred dollars. Did I really mean that much mm-hmm. to them? It's like, mm-hmm. sis, like you know, they balling on a budget. Like right. you might be tripping a little bit. I and I would definitely say I struggled with that in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a person that felt like if you know the gift wasn't super expensive, then another person wouldn't want it or didn't mm-hmm. have value. Mm-hmm. And I think through you and one of my um, line sisters, like. Y'all really taught me about doing thoughtful gifts and, like, Mm -hmm. really listening to people. My mom is super good at this. Like, Mm -hmm. you could tell my mom something in a conversation, and two weeks later, I can come home, and it'll be laying on my bed. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. we were just talking during a commercial, you know, Mm -hmm. but she, like, listens. Yeah. And I think that's what the thought behind the gift shows is that I am paying Mm -hmm. attention to you. Right. Um, And so, yeah, you really taught me to, like, get out some skills, make a cute oh, basket, thanks. you know. Oh, you're good for a basket. Um, <laughs> you're right. I love them. So it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive. Um, mm-hmm. I know one of the best gifts, one of the cutest gifts I'll say that I, I got was, I know it probably came from like a TJ Maxx $10 bean, mm-hmm. you know, but it was like a wine stopper that just had a like gold, my gold initial in it. You know, Aww. it wasn't something that was super expensive. Yeah. But it's like, oh, this is cute, you know? So it doesn't, like you said, it does not have to be expensive, especially Mm -hmm. when you're buying in the holidays because you're buying for more than one person. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. So one, I would say limit your list. Yes. That may be hard, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. but limit your list. And I I mean, it's kind of like a wedding list. If you haven't Mm -hmm. talked to these people in, Mm -hmm. in a while, they don't, and you budgeting and trying to narrow down this list, it don't have to be the third cousin that get a gift. No. Like it, you no. know. Everybody children don't have to get No. Gifts. And I know <laughs> Quick and I were having a conversation yes. the other day and she was like, Oh, so <laughs> you know, my line sisters have kids. And I'm like, first of all, how many line sisters you got? And all them eighty one. No. 
No, I, I do not. I keep saying that because I'm I'm 81. It's fair. <laughs> I I just no. I am not yeah. uh, compelled mm-hmm. to buy every sorority line sister of mine that has right. children a right. gift. I think that certainly you know if it's a birthday party, mm-hmm. especially like those milestones, and you know we're you know there's an invite. Of course, right. I'm gonna do something, right. but I think like you said especially in the holidays mm-hmm. and especially when you think about goals and mm-hmm. things you have going on, it's like, that's just not that in my budget. Time. Right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, for sure. And then when you do have those lists, like you said, for even mm-hmm. with my family, mm-hmm. um, you make your list and then you set a cap on what that gift is going to be. Yeah. And, we, you know, honing into, again, make it a thoughtful gift. It doesn't necessarily have yeah. to be, you know, so you go to parties and some people, you know, might do a $20 minimum gift, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that expensive. Right. Because once you start, you know, five people, mm-hmm. that's a hundred dollars. Exactly. You know? So mm-hmm. that twenty dollars might be small, but when you start adding in the quantity, yep. it adds up super quick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can cut those number down and and have a more thoughtful gift, and it mm-hmm. will mean just as much. And like we said, with the challenge of the let's cut that thousand to five hundred mm-hmm. and start with baby steps. If you start with that five hundred, right. Balance it out, divide it out evenly. Mm-hmm. What are we looking at? If right. you're down to ten dollars a person, you might have too many people on this list. Just might. It might, you know, it might need to read. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of people. Yeah, and I yeah. just, I, I think some of it is like you, like you said, when you think about the wedding, is like really think about the reason for this holiday mm-hmm. and for the holidays mm-hmm. is to, you know, cherish family and friends, regardless of what you celebrate, and think about the people that are closest to mm-hmm. you. There's ways to celebrate people and fellowship without breaking your bank right. and not that it, not that you give to receive but you know if folks are just giving you a Christmas card mm-hmm. and like Merry Christmas and talking to fellowship and why do you feel compelled to spend so much money on right. them in, in return like in return. I don't right. what is that about like right. yeah it's just, true yeah it is true um mm. yeah I just yeah you have to think about the 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 budget you have on your mm-hmm. list mm-hmm. for the amount of gifts you're going to give. Mm-hmm. Know what that number is. Know what that list is. Yes. And of course, it's going to be people on there that don't even need to be on the list. You know, your parents, siblings, mm-hmm. um, you know, pets. <laughs> now, if you got a bunch of siblings, y'all might need to see right. the Santa there. Because just... there are some out there, you know. Yeah. Back. Well, I was about to say back in the day, but I do know some now that have like 15, 16 siblings. Hey. So, yeah. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Hey, get a list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get a list for that, too. <laughs> and then also, so COVID is helping with this, but mm-hmm. tis the season, right? There right. are holiday parties galore. And that is a quick way <sighs> to get COVID. No, I'm sorry. Oh. Go ahead. That is a quick that is a quick way to get COVID, y'all. But that is a quick way to like shoot your budget up. You gotta have mm-hmm. a because you gonna post a dress mm-hmm. at the first holiday party. Now you feel like you gotta have a new dress because to go to the other yeah, party because you're doing it for the people, right? Because mm-hmm. you're doing it for the gram, right? So can't nobody see you in two different parties with the same dress on, right? God forbid, mm-hmm. you know. So there's shoes, there's yep. a purse because you got to have your accessories, you mm-hmm. know. Men you got to have your hats, you got to have your blazers. Mm-hmm. That can add up. And we talked oh, yeah. about for our party where you might know two or three people. And frankly, they're not going to see you like that because if you're doing what you're supposed to do, you got a mask on. So, what? <laughs> I mean, they're not even going to see the full face. Right. It did depend on where it is. It <laughs> might not even be light inside. Like, it could be dim. Mm-hmm. These people are not going to remember. 
Like, no. so first mm-hmm. I would say narrow your holiday parties, especially in Please. this season. Yes. This December 2020, mm-hmm. narrow those holiday parties. Yes. Please wear your mask if you're going to go to them. Mm-hmm. Um, that is your choice. We're not, whether you do or don't, how you feel about it is how you feel about it. Right. But that is an easy way to, mm-hmm. to you save some money on, on exactly. um, during this season is by cutting out those holiday parties and those mm-hmm. dinner parties because mm-hmm. usually, you know, if you're going to a dinner party, most most likely you're going to bring a bottle of wine. Right. And, you know, you can have some of your cheaper wines, but wine gets kind of expensive, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just gets really it just gets really expensive. Yeah. 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 And I think, like you said, it'll be easier this year. The other thing is mm-hmm. outside of maybe and, and again, you know, your numbers better than we do, but. You don't have to do five secret Santas, <sighs> you know, if you you don't have to do one for every but circle. The emails keep coming. And you can unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the you angel trees. Look, the angel tree for who? Every Goodwill organization. Or like, we on we a lot of organizations. They be, everybody got angel trees going on right now. Listen. Your jobs, the, the community. So to that, I would say pick one. <laughs> <laughs> and make a little care package and be done. I know a lot of shelters do, especially for women, they do the mm-hmm. different care packages with just like feminine supplies right. and things like that. So, of course, because, again, that's what the season's about. Right, and really all year round, you, you know, should be a help to others. Mm-hmm. But you can still do that in an impactful way mm-hmm. that does not explode your budget. Right. You, every, you can't be an angel to everyone. Right. Because and then need an angel in January. Cause okay. Because you, you did Exactly. Most. So pick <laughs> one. Right. And make your little packages. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can find a lot of those things if you're going to make little care packages at Family Dollar. Right. Dollar things Tree. Like that. Exactly. Where yes. everything's a dollar, Dollar Tree. Right. And make it work. But again, mm-hmm. like, don't feel guilted into breaking away from your budget, especially right. because this is the time of the year, too, when people are about to reevaluate their goals, mm-hmm. do their vision boards, talk about what they want to do in the year right. coming. Okay, so you're already thinking about that. Make your moves and make steps in a way that Mm -hmm. is moving towards those goals. I know one of the things that um, I heard in a presentation one time was a person was trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And so they actually looked at their bank statement and circled everything that had nothing to do with losing weight. Mm -hmm. And then they did an extra like highlight around the things that they circled on the things that were actually detrimental to them losing weight. So they noticed, oh, you bought some Popeyes there. You bought some Pizza Hut. And it gets really clear to Mm -hmm. you that what I'm saying I'm trying to do, I'm not using my money in a way that is walking towards that. So that, you know, not saying you have to do that exercise. I just had that conversation with my son the other day. I was like, baby, if you ever want to learn what somebody's priorities are, look at their bank account. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to spend where your priorities are. Like you Mm -hmm. said, if you're talking about you trying to lose weight in every two, three days, you at a fast food restaurant. Right. Are you? Hmm. So. And it's the same thing here. If you're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, your next year goals are going to be about saving. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars. I'm not going to be that person that spends a thousand dollars in Christmas. And you start going through your account and you actually seeing that that's contradictory right. to, to your goals. Right. You have the power to stop it. You know, mm-hmm. and ignoring your account right now is mm-hmm. not the move. No. Don't turn in a blind covers. eye. Right. It's not the move <laughs> because that's how you easily get to two thousand dollars and be like, oh, mm-hmm. how did this happen? Right. Right. So right. 
Yeah. Turning a blind eye. Just, just. Right. And stop clicking on those Facebook and Instagram ads. Oh, my God. First of all, sometimes <laughs> those stores are not even in the U.S. And it mm. takes forever to get them. They're not the same quality. And when you get it, you can't return it because it's going to cost more to return it. Than- right. And that'll really make you mad. And one right. thing, if. If you see the item, the clothing item, ladies, and the measurements are in centimeters, don't even trust that quality because who does that? So, <laughs> so, and my last thing, again, you know, you might have something else, but mm-hmm. one of the things that I wanted to share just as a, because we're talking about debt, is just the, some ratios mm-hmm. that I learned about getting out of debt. So. Okay. Let's take your disposable income. So your disposable income is after your bills, all your obligations, what is left Mm -hmm. for you to spend, save, or invest as you like. So again, I believe in being realistic. So I'm not, I'm just going to, let's just say your your disposable income is $500. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's what you got. Right. So really your debt payoff. So the, the ratio between what you're going to push towards debt versus save or invest is based on those interest rates. Mm -hmm. Because like you said in previous episodes, some of those cards, you, that minimum payment is being eaten up because the interest rate is 20%, 25%. -hmm. It is just blasphemous. Especially on star cards. Right. So look at the interest rate, which you can see at the bottom of your um, statements Mm -hmm. every month and basing on that. So if your interest rates on whatever uh, accounts you have is under 5% or 5% and under, 70% of your disposable should go to maybe your savings investing and then put 30 towards the actual paying off that debt because at that low interest rate, you're going to hit it very quick. If it's six to nine percent, it's more of a fifty-fifty thing. So try to half and half it. So that if you had five hundred dollars, that would be two fifty towards mm-hmm. your debt, two fifty towards saving investing. Because again, as we've discussed, you don't want to just hit debt or mm-hmm. just save because right. you never know what's going to happen. Right. Um, and then if those interest rates are over ten ten percent and over, which is more common, than we're gonna not. do the opposite of that under five percent, <laughs> and we're gonna hit seventy percent towards that debt. So with the example of 500 that was that would be $350 mm-hmm. towards the debt and save or invest the other 30% which which would be $150. Mm-hmm. So like just that. putting that out there people do your math mm-hmm. with your numbers mm-hmm. but just you know like helping people as you're thinking about debt and I know sometimes it can feel overwhelming when you're writing down like oh I owe this I owe mm-hmm. this I don't know where to start. Yeah. So at least you have that ratio based on your interest rate to kind of know this is how much of that disposable mm-hmm. income I need to be allocating towards hitting that debt and really yeah. getting it off. And I I think, um, you know, just to having spoken to a few clients, like mm-hmm. it's really interesting to me that pe- people get cars and don't recognize what the interest rate is on it mm-hmm. at all. And mm-hmm. then they wonder why their minimum balance isn't knocking anything off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely will say because especially during the holidays, mm-hmm. When you get to that front register, the first thing they're going to ask you is, would you like to use it? Would you like to sign up? It is gold, and it is going to be a guarantee that they will ask you that. So, I'm usually. No, it's a complete sentence. Resist. Because those interest rates are going to kill 
Mm-hmm. You. And depending on the you. store, you can literally Google. I know, like, Retail Me Not, for example, mm-hmm. you can Google coupon uh, code. Yeah. So there might yeah. be, I can already save 15%, mm-hmm. sis. Here's right, my code. By just hitting that code, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of, you know, even like you were saying, with that, a lot of your stores, Target, mm-hmm. if you frequent Target, make sure you have a Target car. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things are going to have specials on them. Mm-hmm. You know, old couponing in here. So use those codes. Like she said, that's the same thing as they're trying to give you for signing up for a credit card. Right. It might give you 10% off of that purchase. Right. But then it's going to hit you for 23% right. when it's time to make a payment. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a deal. So they, they got their money back. It's really about it. <laughs> not a deal. Right. Um. Yeah. So we just, you know, just be mindful of, of all the things that are out there to set up to make you spend mm-hmm. during the holidays. Yes. Um, and resist. Yes. Yeah. Good topic. Mm-hmm. So we have time for a letter. I we believe. do. All we right. Do. Let's get into it. So it is time for our Dear Diva segment. If you have a question, it may possibly be read on an episode. Mm-hmm. You can email us at divaadvice at gmail.com. That is D I V A A D V I C E at gmail.com. All right. Today's letter goes Dear Divas, I've been dating a guy for a couple months now, and he's asked me everything from my credit score to how much money I earn. Debt questions, even how many sexual partners I've had. I talked around the questions as I thought it was rude to bring up so soon. But my questions for you are, when do you think it's a good time to talk to your partner about finances as far as how much they earn, what their credit score is, and about debt? What are the most valuable tips and tips about finances within a relationship that you have? And what are your biggest regrets or things you wish you'd done differently blending money and love? Signed, Anonymous. All right, so we'll go question by question. What do you, when do you think it's a good time to talk to your partner about finances as far as what they make in, what their credit score is, and about debt? Okay, so um, in general, I'm going to give you general because I'm an anomaly, and I'll ask these questions just like I asked you, hey, um, you want to go to Old Charlie's? What's your credit score? Like, I, it just doesn't do anything. Yeah, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So, in general, I will say first, once you're in a are heading towards a committed relationship, I'm not going to necessarily say a committed relationship because those could be some red signs that make you not want to get into that committed relationship. Okay, but I definitely will say once you both have decided to mutually, mm-hmm. not not you thinking or just him thinking, but once it's an actual mutual agreement okay. that you're heading towards mm-hmm. um, a serious relationship, then you want to start actually talking in, at least about um, goals, yeah. financial goals. You might not necessarily need to know how much they have in their bank account. I think that's a little bit later down yeah. the line. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think you want to l- learn spending habits mm-hmm. um, very early on. Because it can impact you indirectly, even if you're not mutually, I mean, if you don't have savings accounts together, right? So Mm -hmm. that's when you're traveling, you want to know how their spending habits Mm -hmm. are, knowing those kind of things. And those can be in very generic conversations. It doesn't always have to be a direct and hard conversation, but I don't like giving people wiggle room to (laughs) try to wiggle out of questions and oh I didn't think that's what you meant so I'm I'm a very direct person when Mm -hmm. it comes to those asking those questions and it is what it is okay um so asking credit I think I don't know it's just 
to me, they're just, I just wish people would stop making those kind of questions so personal. Like, okay. to me, if you can ask me, and I, I, I have gotten mm-hmm. dinged about this. Okay. From men. Okay. That I have talked to. Mm-hmm. But I still feel that way. I feel like once you're comfortable enough to ask a person to lay with you. Okay. Then you should be comfortable enough to talk about finances. Because guess what? If y'all lay down together, don't use protection. Finances are going to come into play when somebody's point. knocked up. True. So, if you're that comfortable talking to somebody, then be comfortable all around. Like, you can't decide, oh, oh, that's too much information, but mm-hmm. this is not personal at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's just my rule, whether it works. Yeah. It, it was work for me. Okay. So, okay. you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's my rule with that. Okay. So, the next question, what are the most valuable tips about finances within a relationship mm-hmm. that you would provide? Def, I, again, once you're there, have the conversations. Don't be afraid to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. I think one of the worst things people can do going into an engagement, going into a marriage, mm-hmm. is finding out afterwards mm-hmm. that this person does not have any kind of financial skills, does mm-hmm. not have any kind of savings, mm-hmm. has a ton of debt you weren't aware of, mm. um, because it just creates distrust and betrayal, right? So right. I feel like you should be able to have those kind of open and honest questions beforehand. So I would say if, you, if you're even in a position with someone and you don't feel comfortable, to me that's a sign gotcha. in itself that you can't have that kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of... I won't say it's a red flag, but it's definitely a yellow flag. Okay. Um, that you sh- like. Mm, I don't know if I can talk to them about this mm-hmm. because, like, we continue to say it's one of the number one reasons for divorce. It is. So mm-hmm. have the conversations. That that would be the biggest financial tip that I can give, regardless of what that conversation looks like. It could be about joint accounts. It could mm-hmm. be about credit. It could be about how much you make. How you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter in detail what the granular conversation is, it's mm-hmm. just that you're having the conversation yeah, and how comfortable it is. Because you can see if a person is getting defensive. Mm-hmm. You can see if they're going to lie, which is a trust, you know, trust mm-hmm. issues. It just brings up so many things when you start talking about finances because yeah. people do try to, I don't know, it's just so yeah. taboo for some people. Got you. Now the last one, what, and what are your biggest regrets or things you wish you'd done differently blending love and money? Easy for me. I have not blended love and money. Thank you. Is that a regret? Is that a Thank regret? You. Or? Nope. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so, I'll, <laughs> so I'll answer. Okay. I, and I am of the mindset, I have given quick a little feedback. It's mm-hmm. not so much, but again, I am so very much like, it's more so about the tact yeah. than the topic. Right. And so... Quick has done much better massaging it a little bit, but she could tend to come rough with like, so what's that 401k looking like? It is like, bruh. <laughs> so I, I will say to me, yeah, definitely. When you're at the point of like you're getting serious, mm-hmm. I think it is time to kind of start talking about what you have going on. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, I'll be quick to let somebody know. I went to grad school. 
I, you know, I owe a starter home. So, <laughs> you know, let's just go ahead and get that out there. That is important now, to know. It is. And right. I think, you know, it's a common thing. It's nothing to be ashamed of. A lot of people have student loans, but yes. it's something yes. to talk about. And so I do think once you are serious, I don't know, you know, a couple months, I don't, I can understand why you might think like, oh, that's a little rude. Sure. That's a little much yeah. that you're already asking about this. Yeah. Now, generally, I will say that usually the people that are asking sooner than later tend to be a little more financially responsible, mm-hmm. at least, mm-hmm. um, unless they're a scam artist. You know, I'm just saying, you asked my credit score. There are both. I'm just saying, it could go either way. Can go either so, way. <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely say once you're getting serious mm-hmm. and you're thinking about like, oh, this could be a person um, that I, you know, whether you're interested in marriage or just life partnership mm-hmm. or what have you, mm-hmm. like this could be a person I'm interested in building right. with. Okay, we need to have certain conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to know that a person, because you don't always necessarily have a spender and a saver, but there might be one person who's just a little better at it right, than the right. other. And I think it's important that it's a secure space and a, and a space of uplift because sometimes a partner who is better with finances can be a little judgmental. Mm-hmm. And demeaning, yeah. Yeah, it does need to feel like a safe space. And, you know, that person who might be better with it should come with a not a plan, but like, okay, this is what it is. How do you feel about, you know, certain suggestions? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think those are the better situations where maybe the person who's not as savvy is willing to adjust, mm-hmm. but the person who is savvy is adjusting, but not doing it from a, like you said, like a condescending mm-hmm. or a, how could you be so messed mm-hmm. up kind of, kind of space. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the most valuable tip about finances within a relationship is definitely have the conversations, but also there's more than one way to skin a cat. I think a lot of times you will see, and I cannot stand seeing them. It just really gets under my skin. Those stupid examples where they say, first of all, because it's an unrealistic number, but <laughs> those examples, and they'll say, you, your bills are $1,500 and your mortgage or your rent is 1000 and the rest is 500 Who pays what? And you will see so many people arguing under there that the man should do this or the man should pay all of it or he should pay the mortgage. And it's like, Honestly, first of all, how do you even know who's paying what? I am not in your credit right. union account. I don't know what's going on. Right. The, the point is that the bill gets paid because M&T Bank don't care who paid the mortgage. Ooh. They just want it paid. Right. So to me, like, really get out of your own head or, like, you know, don't listen to society's views of who should do what mm-hmm. or, you know, if gender roles don't work for you. There's more than one way to skin a cat. So my most valuable tip would to be open to all of those different mm-hmm. options and to definitely Definitely, especially really, even if you are savvy, sit down with an advisor or some kind of coach to really look at some of those plans Mm -hmm. for whatever your goals are. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, some people want real estate. Some people want to save. Some people want to be in the stock. So there's, again, multiple ways and avenues to grow wealth. And there's multiple ways to go about doing that. So that would be besides having the conversation, Mm -hmm. my most valuable tip. Biggest regret. Mm. <clears throat> zoom in. I <laughs> not zoom in. <laughs> I would say <laughs> holding a partner up. Um, and nice huh? That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. 
holding a partner up. <laughs> um, I would say I, I do think that when you're at a point of, again, this is your, your life partner or you're married or whatever, and something happens where one partner, maybe you're with, out of a job or, you know, life happens. I'm not saying, like, leave that person down and out. But, you know, I've just been in a situation where I was working two, three jobs, and this person was not hustling Mm -hmm. as hard or trying to do the things to make it less of a burden. Mm -hmm. And I think some of those, you know, again, the youth is wasted on the young, but I think Mm -hmm. had I had some of those conversations and understood what their debt was like or what they had going on, I might have moved a little differently and not been in a situation where, okay, now I have to hustle for us both because we have a home that has to be paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would I would say that. Um, I think it taught me a lot about myself. I was super proud that I was able to take care of myself, um, you know, like I said, in my 20s because right. that was my first time on my own, yeah. seriously. It's a big deal. But, yeah, to know you can do it mm-hmm. if you had to, that was a super proud feeling, but it was also super stressful because, mm-hmm. again, a partnership should really feel like a partnership. Right. And so, yeah, that would be what I would have done differently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think those are super um, truthful answers Mm -hmm. and naked answers. And, uh, you know, I really do appreciate that kind of going into what you were talking about, like being a partnership and then even your experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Another piece of advice that I have is that when you're moving into wherever you go, whether it be a house, Mm -hmm. townhome, wherever, Mm -hmm. don't go into... Um, everybody, okay, everybody's situation is different. They're going to be people, people that are, you know, that won't work. That, that's yeah. their choice for their relationship. First, do what works for your relationship. But if you are both working, I do think it's a wise suggestion because of situations like mm-hmm. that. People, you know, get laid off, mm-hmm. you lose things. Don't go into um, a home. Yeah that one of you can't afford individually Mm, that mm -hmm. you know i'm really big on that because i think it also takes off some of the stress yeah of either partner feeling like Mm -hmm. i got to get up and go hard because if i don't do it solely me Mm -hmm. then we won't be here yeah and that kind of tends sometimes to lean towards resentment so if that's going to be your situation where Mm y'all are both contributing to the bills yeah um you know that just might be something to think about again i know that's not going to be everybody's situation yeah um some people are happy paying a full Mm -hmm. mortgage while the you know other person takes care of the home and takes care of the children yeah um doesn't work you know so Everybody's situation is different, but I do think that was that's something. Oh yeah, to definitely think about. live below your yeah. means. Just Please. because they approve you yes. for three hundred thousand yeah. doesn't mean you have to. You don't have to buy the three hundred thousand dollar home, <laughs> right? Because like I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you get into a home and things cost. You yes. start seeing oh, now you got to furnish it. You got to furnish it. You know, it just costs. So After it's that more first than just year, it's not under warranty. Right, you got to pay for that if that air goes out. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, just. Like she said, live below your means. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a good letter. All right. Sure. Well, again, uh, if you would like to email us, our email is divaadvice at gmail.com. All right, quick. Do you have any tips? I do, and I think I have, and I will continue to belabor this issue <laughs> throughout these podcast episodes, mm-hmm. specifically for this holiday budget, 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 budget. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. um, set a budget. It doesn't have to be anything strenuous, deep. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to Quicken and get out Excel. <laughs> like, just 
set a set a budget, set yeah. a goal for what mm-hmm. you're going to spend for the holidays, and um, notate what you're spending. Yeah. When you get those receipts, don't just throw them in the side of the car. Mm-hmm. You know, down on the floor. Take that receipt and start subtracting. Start right. adding. Use a basic calculator and say, okay, th- this is what I'm spending it. And it, you know. You can break out your budget towards just gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, you could break it out towards the cost of spending on food because, like you said, you might be going to more dinners because, you know, it's the holidays. You might be eating out more because of the holidays. So if that's part of your budget. If that's a part of your holiday December budget, then let that be a part of it. But you can separate those out however you see fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think budgeting is so huge for you not to get to January 1st and go into a state of depression right? because of what you spent in December. It is not worth it. You have control mm-hmm. to not do it. So empower yourself. Empower yourself to feel good going yeah. into the next year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for tuning into this Thank episode. Thank you, Diva family. Happy holidays. Yes, yes, Thanks yes. for being with us. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are Divas and Duckets. And our website is www.divasandducats.com. All right. Have a great attitude. Bye.